Good morning, good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd, and it is currently 47 degrees here in Stockbridge. Supposed to only get to a high of 70 uh, degrees today, but uh, looks like it's sunny. And just a few prayer requests uh, from earlier uh, this week. Or, uh, um, we have one for Carol, uh, who visited uh, the church and... Uh, Anyway, we just want to lift her uh, up, had questions about the Lord, and then also uh, Elva's brother, Freddie, he's got several tests coming up, uh, May 9th, the liver biopsy, and they want to schedule a kidney transplant, so let's lift them up. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, we thank you for Waking us up this morning, Lord, just giving us life, Lord. We thank you for uh, your provision, roofs over our head, and food in the cupboard, Lord, and just supplying everything we need. You always do such abundantly, Lord, and we just thank you, and we ask that you would continue to do that. We know you will. And Father, we ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, as you see fit, and Lord, you would use us as willing vessels. Lord, forgive us. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, we lift up uh, Carol, Lord. We just ask that you would just uh, bring your spirit upon her, Lord, that she would uh, continue to ask questions and uh, just give her a, a desire to come to know you, Lord, and uh, just come back and visit. Lord. Uh, just, uh, just dig in deeper with you, Lord, and also, we lift up Brett, uh, Freddie, uh, Elva's brother, Lord, with the liver biopsy coming up on the 9th, uh, Lord, and Lord, that just that this kidney plants transplant, would it would be scheduled, that it would all go well, Lord. We just, as for just, you know, this is a big arrangement. Uh, we remember with Forrest and Shirley, there was a lot involved, and uh, so, Lord, we just ask that everything, that you would just work everything out, Lord, that it would uh, be accomplished, Lord, and that you would uh, just extend his life with uh, a new kidney, Lord. And so, lift up ready to you, the doctors, the nurses, and everything uh, that goes behind the scenes with something like this, Lord, all the paperwork and uh, all of that uh, logistics, Lord, involved. We just lift that all up to you. And Lord, thank you that um, Parker and Bailey and New uh, baby Chevy, our home, and uh, with big sister Millie, Lord, we just lift this family up to you. We just ask that uh, all would go well uh, as they just kind of settle in with a whole new routine with a toddler and a baby, Lord. So we just ask for just your grace and your mercy upon this family. Be with us right now as we get into your word, Lord. Give us wisdom and understanding. Fill us with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, today, Old Covenant or New, Man's Sufficiency or God's, and we have 2 Corinthians chapter 3. <clears throat> Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendations to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our hearts, to be known and read by all. 
and you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now, if the ministry of death, carved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, in this case... What once had glory had come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses who was put a a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened, for to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another, For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Old covenant or new, man's sufficiency are God's. God also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. But in their minds, but their minds were hardened. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. Because the veil is taken away in Christ. And that's 2 Corinthians 3, 6, and verse 14. We have seen that godly characteristics develop in our lives through the working of God's grace within us. We now begin consideration of a closely related subject, a contrast between living by the old covenant or by the new, by the law or by grace. The ongoing choices we make here determine whether we will be living by man's sufficiency or by God's. Various contrasting terms describing these significant choices are set forth in a third chapter of 2 Corinthians, verses 6 and 14, set the basic context. The differences between the new covenant and the old. God also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, for until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. One of the drastic differences between living by the old covenant or the new is seen in verse 3. You are manifestly you are manifestly an epistle of Christ written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God. People write letters on paper using ink to record the message. God writes his message in people's lives using his spirit as the instrument. What a vivid contrast, ink versus the spirit of the living God. Ink is a natural resource. It is available to all humankind, regardless of their relationship with God. Ink is not a life-giving or life-depriving entity. It is a mere element of the kingdom of man. 
when we chose to live by the old covenant, the law, the only resources we have to draw upon are natural human resources. We are writing our own letter of life, and we have selected man's sufficiency, not God's. Such resources are, a spiritual, are as spiritually powerless as ink. On the other hand, those who live by the new covenant of grace have the old have the holy spirit supplying the mighty heavenly sufficiency of god think of the radical difference ink versus the holy spirit god wants us relying on his spirit he wants us living by his sufficiency not ours dear lord You know how often we rely upon that which has no more spiritual power than ink. We hope that in our ingenuity, our resolve, our personality, our tenacity, ourselves, Lord, I want to be in your word regularly, learning to rely upon you to work powerfully in our lives by your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May the Lord be with you today as we walk relying on His Holy Spirit, on His power for everything we need.